Hey, good afternoon, all. Welcome to the Common Good Podcast, 2024 edition. A little late to the party around here. It's not, not only new, New Year's Day. New year, new time. At least for today. We, we, had to, we had to run a little bit late today. I'll tell you why in a minute. That'll be a fun story uh, on why we're uh, not in the morning, where we normally could say good morning, everyone. But welcome to the Common Good Podcast. Good to have you all aboard. 2024, Common Good Politics edition. Hey, happy 2024, Rob. How did you spend it? How did you spend your your final days of 2023? Uh, well, my final hours of 2023 were spent uh, asleep. Uh, I I think I was in bed by 9.30, 10. Wow. And uh, yeah, it's like a one second holiday. It's not a, it's not a. What did you have for your last supper of 2023? <clears throat> uh, shrimp cocktail. Wow, shrimp cocktail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like because it was a new year or because it was a celebration, or you just uh, just a shrimp cocktail I, guy? No, uh, Vanessa Vanessa made some shrimp cocktail. It was fantastic. We we had a good wow. time. We oh, yeah, she made it. hung out and played some Dutch Blitz and uh Okay. Yeah, which I'm a remarkably good at. And uh is that a, is yeah. that a card game or a yeah, it's a card game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm I and I'm really, really good at it. So Really? Have you thought about going pro? I I have. <laughs> Remember when you're kid, we were kids? You think about going pro? Yeah. <laughs> He's thinking about going pro. He's such a funny phrase. Go pro. I, heard of, I mean, the GoPro camera. No, mm. I hadn't thought of going pro. Yeah. I hadn't thinking a long time. Thinking about going pro in Dutch Blitz. You could probably yeah. be an international leader in, in short order. It's got to be a yeah. small group of people who oh, absolutely occupation. But the people that are professional Dutch Blitz players are probably just oh, yeah. absolutely amazing. Yeah, but they hit you like a Dutch Blitz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we we drove uh, we meaning my wife and I, Shelly mm-hmm. Paget. She's she's more than just my wife. She's a she's an autonomous yeah. individual with a name and a history and a future that has nothing to mm-hmm. do with me. An identity outside of you. Yeah. But my wife and I, I call her Shelly. Uh, we flew to California, got inside the vehicle that is now the Vote Common Good Greater Things touring vehicle, a large 40-foot-long, 10-foot-wide rolling house of thunder. And uh, it's uh, we, we drove that thing back from Northern California to uh, here in Minneapolis, which was an eventful uh, trip down through, uh, you know, Palm Springs and Joshua Tree and uh, through Kansas and New Mexico, best best state in the country to look at in my book. I mean, New Mexico, big, big ocean guy, but New Mexico just hands down best. Yeah, best, best, best. Yeah, and uh, you know had, had a lot of help along the way. Here's here's here was a, a end of 2023 learning for me. We we left on Christmas Day. We got back on New Year's Eve. So like the, you left on day. Christmas Day. Yeah, of course. You know, not morning. We're 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 civilized Christians, of course. We didn't leave mm. Christmas morning. I mean, flight was supposed to leave at eleven thirty, left at twelve thirty, but it was delayed. Uh, so it saved us. Um, yeah, we flew out Christmas Christmas Day. I had a great uh, lunch with friends, and then saw our children that live out there. Anyway, it was it was excellent. And uh, as you know, Rob, and I want to tell other people who are uh, who are listening how true this is. All around this country, there are people who totally oppose the politics that we espouse here. We probably would not agree with these people on many cultural issues that really matter. Mm -hmm. 
but they just save your ass time and time again on the road. I mean, <laughs> yeah, for sure. It is disproportionately supported by people that don't hold our political views somehow between, between cities and, uh, and along the road, it's truck stops and truckers and, uh, police officers, uh, state, state troopers, uh, people at the toll booths. I mean, just all around, you kind of pick it up, uh, the vibe, but man, yeah. just the best, just unbelievable. We had, uh, had some repairs that had to be done on Chris on New Year's Eve mm. in the RV had to call a mobile unit Sunday morning, nine 30 in the morning, Jason came out and laid under that RV and got stuff all over him and, uh, was freezing cold and fixed it up right and had to make a funnel out of a cardboard box. I'm not even kidding. I'm put up a whole video about this. Why don't I run over to that pilot gas station thing and get a funnel? He goes, I got it. Because <laughs> the funnel broke. Our funnel broke. Uh, yeah, so that reminds, that reminds me of the time that we tried to uh, tried to have a whole uh, air cooling system made out of garbage cans and zip ties. Yeah, yeah. Cut garbage mm -hmm. cans. I mean, just the stuff you do, yeah. right? When you're oh, you know, yeah. living Whatever on the road. Whatever it takes. Yeah. And, uh, and, Jason then finally said to us, because we're pulling our old trailer from 2018, the mm. trailer that we left in California, just gave, gave to somebody else. They yeah. gave it back. It still has half of our branding on one side. <laughs> and uh, so it says uh, faith to fear or faith, not fear, something like this. Oh, common good. I think I said, hey, after, after, after we're all done, we'd spent two and a half hours together. He just worked so hard. And he said, uh, so are you guys like a like a faith group or something? I said, yeah, kind of. We're like a faith group and political group, uh, trying to call people the common good. Because I I have two answers to people when they say, "What do you do?" I'm like, "Oh we yeah, try, we try to get religious people to do the right thing and stop voting for Donald Trump, or you know, we try to make the common good people's voting criteria. You know, a little just mm -hmm. kind of keeping it keeping it between the lines. You know, keeping it rolling. Yep. And uh, Jason standing inside the the rolling house of thunder said to us, uh, well, yeah, I mean, don't we all need that little common good? And right now the common good is getting back to what the founding fathers wanted. <laughs> he oh, went no. just full on oh, Viverick, no. you know, just full on 1776. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> said, well, have, have a great trip. Hope it all works out. It's just the best. We wrote him a great yeah. review and just, I couldn't recommend the guy higher. If, if, if I had to hire someone to do something yeah. and, and you needed someone who in his words, awesome. and I have a video, I'll share it sometime. He says, oh, I'm the kind of guy that'll lick the dipstick clean. And he's not, that's not a metaphor. He, when he was making the funnel out of the box, he said, I'll lick the dipstick clean. If he had to, to check that oil. Whatever it takes. Jason is a whatever it takes kind of person. And I know this to be true because when we had to put some additive, diesel non-gelling additive into the fuel filters had to be changed. He was taking the top off, and you know when you pull the top off, then you get that little foil yeah. piece that's over. Oh, and some of the so foil annoying. pieces you push in, and some of the foil pieces you pull out. Right? We all we all know mm -hmm. how that goes. Yeah. This was the kinds you have to pull out. So it was slipping off of his fingers because they were full mm -hmm. of diesel and stuff. So he grabs it with his teeth, oh. and rips it off, and then with his big beard, goes, ah, oh, tasty. <laughs> <laughs> got diesel additive in his beard and licks it a, off. You get a mouthful. He licks it off with his tongue. Incredible. Just, uh, but 
you know, um, amazing people. And I just gather all them up, all their good energy, all the yeah. difference of opinion. And it's all part of this big tour because we're taking off next week. We're going to go to North Carolina and then we hit Iowa. We're going to go take on Trump in Iowa on the 14th in Cherokee, Iowa, if anyone wants to join us. Anyway, we're getting yeah. back on the road. I got my ticket. All right. You got a ticket to ride, baby. You got a ticket yeah. to ride. Um, so, yeah, that was that. Yeah. that was our holiday holiday week so but today the reason we started late is because i had to take that very big uh, 40 foot uh long 10 foot wide bus over to these fine gentlemen uh over at uh uh brand something they wrap the vehicle these two guys will personally wrap this vehicle so when nice. you see the vote common good machine that is wrapped it was done by these two cats right here. And uh, this yep. is a picture of what it's going to say on it. Faith, hope, and love, supporting democracy for all, confronting Christian nationalism for the common good on one side, and resisting insurrections for a more perfect union uh, on the other side. And uh, vote common good logos and uh, all that. And it, that thing is going to thunder down the road. The, you can see my signature right there. I signed the approval for the wrap, and they've started on it this morning. So that's why. Uh, we had to start late because something that important would it's amazing to this society. And Jim uh, Jim Eaton asks if uh, this vehicle has air brakes. Yes, Jim, this is an air brake. This is an air brake vehicle. Um, yeah, the whole dealio. So Jim, Am I going to have to drive this thing? You're going to have to probably a little bit, oh probably a little bit, just a little bit. Just a couple hours. Okay. Maybe could we get it going down the highway and then like switch places with somebody in the uh, driving Super, driver's seat? super easy to drive. I will tell you, especially okay. if it's highway driving, just okay. remarkably straightforward. I mean, you almost couldn't think you could crash it into anything, let alone twice. <laughs> it's an insider joke that on the way the people ride, we crashed multiple vehicles, none of them being bicycles, all of them being trailers trucks and rvs we crashed well, listen those. i i i only dented the the uh the little case that goes around the wheel of the trailer that was all that i did yeah sure that's yeah somebody just only crushed a door on another thing i mean not really the rv just the door <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep so anyway get, this get, is get gonna make yeah i this is gonna make me remember we were in a uh we were in a in an RV park in Georgia, maybe. Yeah. I can't, I can't remember where we were and uh, maybe, no, maybe it wasn't Georgia. Maybe it was Louisiana or something. And uh, I've got this great video of uh, one of our partners in crime um, trying to flatten down the, uh, the side panel of the, uh, of the, uh, the RV that had, that had been crushed. And, uh, he was jumping on it in an attempt to uh, flatten it out. And uh, one of my favorite videos. So, so good. So good. So much of it. <laughs> Didn't so work. Didn't hey, work. So, so we don't tell you all of this so you think we have exciting lives. We tell you all of this so you will know what's included in the invitation when we say we want you to join us on the road. We're going to be going around this country. Yeah. Jim uh, Eaton in the conversation here on, on YouTube. It's in California. Jim, we're coming to california so uh maybe you need to jump on with us uh the squirrely prepper lifestyle i don't know where where you are but i see you in the chat maybe you want to join us anybody listening on the podcast we are serious as can be absolutely a lot of time first off north carolina then iowa could be down in 
Arizona and California. We're going to find our way uh, over to Georgia and Pennsylvania and Wisconsin and Michigan and uh, probably some other places. So uh, hitting the road, doing uh, rally events, all kinds of stuff. Uh, the former former president and current lead insurrectionist, Donald Trump, is going to be in uh, Iowa uh, yeah. a week from Sunday. And we're going to roll up on him with that big bus of ours and put it out front and talk to people and get in the news. And just it's the best. So if you can yep. ever get with us along this way, yep. if not, keep up on social media. We'll keep it on YouTube. We'll keep it on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, all the other places what we're up to. But we want you to know that we do this with you, for you and as you. Yeah. Some of our favorite people in the world are people who just accepted the invitation to get on the bus and uh, are now like dear friends because we've traveled around the country together. Yeah. So it it sounds like I I, I just get on a bus and go. Yeah, just get on a bus and go. Leave it all behind. Yeah. Come, come follow me. Jesus said, and like us, we're like, just get on the bus. It's like that. Yeah. Just go. Yeah. Give it all up. Leave it all behind. I'd say our burden is light, but I'm not so sure. I'm not sure. You're going to have to jump on a, a side panel of a door. Hey, Rob, can you tell anything different about me today? Can you tell that I'm wearing a new hat? Oh, look at that. A new hat. Was that a Christmas present? No, it was, a, it was sort of a 2024 purchase. The last hat I bought, I think I bought in 2020. So it's like four years old and uh, maybe older. And um, you can't really tell in this hat. There's little specks of uh of like uh color yeah yeah teeny uh, okay specs yeah when you get real sweaty it starts to bleed a little and that other hat's got a little bleed to it so Mm. it's it started to so this is going to be the in-studio hat i'm going to try to keep this one nice enough and then the other one's going to go on the road and lay under the rv and yeah best uh best christmas present doug what'd you get best christmas present oh i got this i got a guitar Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I got a hollow. I, got a hollow I was going to go grab it right now, but I'm just going to, I won't. Yeah. I guess I'll, I'll just want to play. Yeah. I was pretty sure that I had one Christmas mm-hmm. and, um, and then it turned out Vanessa did, uh, which means I won Christmas. Um, I, sure. Vanessa had wanted to watch a, uh, there's a new documentary that is not yet out, not yet available yet. It's called a still small voice. It's about a hospital chaplain in mm-hmm. New York city. And uh, it's won some awards and it's doing the festival circuit right now. And so I had reached out to several uh, friends who kind of work in that industry and said, hey, do you have a screener of this? And everybody came back and said, no, I don't. So I emailed the director and said, hey, uh, would really love to see this. Would really love to give it to my wife as a Christmas present. And the, the director the next morning emailed me back with a Vimeo link and a password. And uh, yeah, just so great. So great. So I thought, man, I've, I have one Christmas like this is it. And Vanessa opened that and she was super excited. Then she said, okay, open your last present. And uh, in that, in that was a, uh, a snow globe she had made um, with uh, the uh, little, little figurine of the, uh, of the, uh, the members of the uh, great, Irish band U2 and uh, indicating that uh, January 27th, Vanessa and I are going to be in Las Vegas at the Sphere to see U2 in concert at the Sphere. Hands My, down. Yeah, she won, which means I won. Wow. Yeah. Well, congratulations and, to you. Yeah. 
and you know we can maybe like avoid all you know commentary on bono and all of that but uh no no big can't. big youtube fans super excited to I go can't and, can't, and i've to. and i have never been to las vegas before so i'm i've been in many places in the united states been to many many cities and uh, never been to vegas so well, i'm super excited about that well, i wish i could say can't wait to hear about it but i know how it goes what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That's right. <laughs> We're not we say it. we say here, Vortex Pack, the uh, little group I started with Chris Jones, who ran for governor. We have a little saying that uh, what happens in Arkansas doesn't stay in Arkansas. Oh, I see. What you that's did why. There. Yeah, nice, that's why. Nice, that's why nice. people need to support what we're doing. Hey, this film director for the uh, two, two things here. One, the film director mm -hmm. for. Yeah. Should we have that person on the podcast and talk about this film? Sure. I mean, it's a chaplain. Yeah. It's somebody using uh, faith in public spaces. Feels like it fits yeah, us, it's right? it's a very with our documentary. That would be great. Yeah, that's right. It's a, it's very interesting. Um, yeah, I'll reach out to him. It's uh, it did not go the way I expected. Um, it was it was pretty interesting. Oh, do we? Do you still support the film? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was okay. fascinating. Right. Yeah, yeah, it was like a. It was like an Enneagram four and an Enneagram two trying to get along and, uh, and failing <laughs> in, in the documentary. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I, you're not supposed to type other people with the Enneagram, but you know, says that. I think the, uh, nines. the chaplain, the chaplain tell you not to type people. That's, it. that's, that's, that's right. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the, uh, the chaplain in training is like Enneagram four who, mm -hmm. And uh, in in the super, yeah, I'm married to one. And the supervisor uh, was an Enneagram two who found the four kind of frustrating, mm. and uh, it didn't, yeah, it didn't uh, didn't didn't always go as well as you would hope. Okay, now I'm yeah. even more interested. Uh, yeah, and just well, one more I've thing got a link. We move on to the importance of politics here. Yeah, um, your wife Vanessa yes. made a snow globe. Yeah. I mean, How she bought like a snow globe kit. Do I don't know. Snow globe. It's, it's I don't behind. know how they work. How do you put little things inside okay, of sealed things? I'll it's, show you. I'll you, show you. You grab it. I'm just going to keep talking as you know, you kind of have to do. Well, no, we don't have to on podcast. We could just wait. People can just pause and listen. Just hold on, everybody. Rob's going to grab something. There's no problem here. Yeah. So she bought a. She bought a uh, a snow globe kit, and what? bought a silhouette, like a downloadable silhouette of the YouTube band, and cut this out of something or other. I don't know what she cut it out of, and then she put it in there, along with glitter and water and the cap just something. like screws on. Oh, 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 and YouTube just came. Up they just they, they just fell off. They're See, floating. I just I, I just broke it. Yeah, you two's floating. Hey, these are to be so, looked at and not played with. Yes, but this is like a this is a sphere because we're gonna see you two in the sphere. Uh huh. And, cute. Uh, yeah. Cute. Yeah. But the globe. It, you should you should refer to it as the globe when you're there when everybody else is the, the sphere. You're like no. <laughs> it's the globe. Saw, we call it the globe. Yeah. <laughs> but it's round, yeah. unlike yeah. the normal globe. Yeah. Uh, I feel like something banging around in my hat. All right, should we get to it, Rob Riley? <laughs> let's get let's get to it, Doug Fashion. Should we finally uh, f finally hit this up? A number. I don't of know. Is, is anything happened in the world? Well, uh, since I mean, last we were hard, together, hardly. 
uh, hardly worth worth talking about. Uh, other uh, than this, conservatives, Rob, are now boycotting Chick-fil-A. Why is that? Why, Doug? Why? Because they hired a uh, diversity and inclusive person oh, at the corporate level. <laughs> These people. Goodness. Now, first of all, okay, I'm not a huge, like, just generally boycott companies person. I think there's just yeah. better, better ways around life. Um, but good golly. I mean, the the way that conservatives are now saying that Anybody who hires a uh, diversity and inclusion person or has that department is therefore the kind of company we won't. Well, as they say, go woke, go broke. There you go. Go woke, go broke. I didn't know that was a phrase. That seems seems overly clever clever for that crowd. I think that's one that uh, occasionally human being Ron DeSantis says. Um, Yeah. Okay. So. Chick-fil-A how is... Go, how about go broke, get out of the presidential race? When, when yeah, that's... Be saying that? Yeah, because, yeah, <laughs> you are broke. Um, do you have Chick-fil-A's in Minneapolis? Yeah. 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 I think so. Do you, do you eat a Chick-fil-A? Do you, do you... I have. Yeah. But, but, yeah. but I, I, don't, I don't only have for any reason other than um, it's always a long line. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't like their hiring policies. Yes. But um, I, I don't tend to shop or not shop at places based on their hiring policies. I, maybe I should. I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that It's a difficult thing. Once you start pulling at that thread of uh, conscious consumerism, it, uh, it can be very, very difficult to find good chicken. Um, you know, because you might want to like, you know boycott Home Depot because they're big Trump supporter. The president of Home Depot is a big Trump supporter. And then you find out that uh, the guy at Lowe's is too. And then you're like, what, what, where am I going to go? What am I going to do? Yeah. Um, Chick-fil-A, uh, you know, oh man, the hate makes the chicken taste so good. Oh, well, so... I'll tell you, I ate there not two weeks ago. Yeah. Didn't yeah. care for it. Did not care for it. Oh. Did not think it was a great quality chicken sandwich. Uh, you yeah. Know, well, not, well, I don't want to get in the chicken sandwich wars. This feels yeah, like yeah. 2008 all over again. Yeah, whatever that's right. It was. But I didn't yeah. per- personally prefer it. it was yeah. Like, I, uh, there, there's two things at Chick-fil-A. I, well, more than two. There's many things at Chick-fil-A that I really like. The, uh, the, the chicken nuggets with Polynesian sauce. Yeah. That's, okay. that's, that's a go-to. That's, I just went like good. number one off the menu. Yeah, thinking yeah. That, thinking that's nuggets, the Polynesian sauce. The waffle fries at at, at Chick Fil A are fantastic as far as waffle fries go. Um, the in the summer, a frosted lemonade, mm, mm, so good. Uh, however, our Chick Fil A, uh, we have we have several here in Northwest Arkansas. The one in Fayetteville, um, they uh, knocked the building down and are building a new one that will have a new traffic pattern. So our, our, our primary Chick-fil-A is closed, you know, for the time being until they build a whole new building. Wow. Um, you know, they were going to put it right on the same spot. So they just knocked it down and are building a new building. Have you, have you noticed this trend lately with fast food restaurants that they're very skinny? Yeah. This is like a, like yeah. the, it, like the buildings are very skinny mm-hmm. and they're, mm-hmm. they're doing that. And so, but you're right. The line is just ridiculous, especially at, at this particular one that's in a parking lot and of a, of a shopping plaza. And it just, the line is just yeah, ridiculous. And they have a person out taking your order from you into an iPad. 
at least the one yeah, that I went to. Yeah, like, like, you don't talk yeah, to like, an intercom and talk to the right, no. parents of Charlie Brown. You yeah, are, it's like yeah, it's like a 15-year-old is out there, you know, who's been coached to say my pleasure and uh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hope yeah. they're not literally saying my pleasure without prompting. I hope they're, hope they're not like, <laughs> that would it be weird. really is my pleasure just to take your order. So like, like, you need to can I take your order, please? You, need you to say, you know, give center. me a, give me, give me a 12 piece chicken nuggets meal with Polynesian sauce and a Sprite. And they reply my pleasure. And that, uh, that's just a little bit creepy. Hey, um, a couple of weeks ago, you, you helped all of us with the difference between less and few or more and less or something. I don't yeah. know. Some, English grammar thing. Yeah. When you order at a restaurant, do you ever say, which I think you said there in the sort of the role play, give me a chicken sandwich or why don't you yeah. give me or really give me, give me a, give me, a, give me, I don't give me a, give me, give me, give me, give it to me. I'll take give a, me. I'll take a, I mean, my gosh, I, I'm not an overly polite person <laughs> i think i'm i think i'm very average polite you know yeah uh, appropriate yeah. times for a thank you yeah uh, appropriate times for a hi how are you like mm -hmm. in the morning shelly and i yeah. um will say good morning but by mid-afternoon we're not <laughs> greeting each other anymore right it's like that's that's past you know you know you, the greeting sort of has to have a, a, a duration Mm -hmm. you know, between, uh, uh, yeah. the time you've seen you know, when, Yeah. When Vanessa gets home from work later today, I'll greet her. Yeah. Hi. Hi. How was work? Yeah, right. But, but yeah. then by eight o'clock tonight, if you walk through the kitchen, she's there, you're not gonna be like, hi, <laughs> right. You get to just I'm walk go, I'm going, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> just to. every time you see her. Well, hello. How, how are you? <laughs> she's like, Did you and Doug have a podcast today? Are you doing a bit right now? Are you doing yeah. a Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. But, okay. So I don't think I'm overly I don't think I'm uh, overly polite. I think I'm appropriate. You've never polite. said, give me a. When I get to a fast food restaurant and I don't know if this was a childhood message or something, it's like, yeah. no, 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 no. You ask, you don't tell. Oh, could I have, I would may like I? to order. May I please, please. And I hear yeah. other people, none of that burden at all. Yeah. Why don't you give me a number three? I'm like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, <laughs> It, it, it just, there's something well, in me yeah. as not somebody who's overly prim and proper as you can you know, uh, attest. It's just like, wow, that yeah. really is a thing that just, you know, we all, we all have it. I guess we all have things in our brains that are just like, mm. you know, what's normal yeah. and what's not normal. And why yeah. Don't you give yeah me like that? I don't, I don't wear sweatpants in public. What do you wear? <laughs> pants <laughs> oh i thought you were thinking i, I mean from my, where i live no like it's not a, like yeah I, I was i was raised that it's not appropriate to leave the house in sweatpants wow okay okay which i i know is not a rule that you live by no, um, <laughs> no I, I have i have traveled the country with you and uh and know that sweatpants are your go-to oh, probably yeah. wearing some right now no. um but uh yeah so um yeah so if if progressives boycott Chick-fil-A because of their hiring practices, because of their anti-LGBT stands, their their political donations, and conservatives boycott Chick-fil-A because they have a DEI uh, department now, uh, pretty much ev like everybody else gets to keep Chick-fil-A open? Is that 
in moderates are gonna currently the 70 percent of the country still gets to go to chick-fil-a <laughs> All right. <laughs> and those of us on the edges just yeah. got to suffer through another Thai meal. Uh, all right. That's right. Uh, all right. I'll, I'll also in the news. Um, yeah. Barely in the news, but worth it for our audience. This should be newsworthy. I, uh, there's a radio show on This American Life called, um, there's the radio show on NPR called This American Life. Mm-hmm. Terrific one hour long radio show. If you've never heard it, you've, there's there's a little treasure waiting for you oh yeah turn this turn this ridiculousness off right now and go listen to that yeah yeah if you got an hour and you've never listened to this american life grab your phone or your computer and change it their episode two weeks ago called it wouldn't be make-believe if you'd believe in me is about their title is a major political party in a major swing state. So it's the Republicans in Michigan bet on a new leader, a political outsider. How does it work out for them? That's how they frame it. But what it really is, is there's a hostile takeover for the party in Michigan and they yeah. introduce you to the people involved. Joey, is it Zoe Chase is the, is the reporter spends months and months and months there deep inside of it. It's a full on Christian nationalist takeover. The person who's running it now has no political experience. They've yep. weeded out people with political experience, and it yep. is a ground zero Michigan overall, but specifically the the Republican Party of much of what we talk about here. Yeah, and I is will this, just encourage is, you to give yourself an hour. We might try to find a way if we don't get in big trouble to just play it here on our podcast. Ooh, and I don't ooh. know how you. I don't know uh, what the rules are. I don't know if we could do that. Is this the person who borrowed a hundred thousand dollars from her husband's business? to pay a speaker fee for Jim Caviezel to speak oh, yes, to the Michigan they, Republicans. They didn't talk about that, but they talked about mm-hmm. the fact that they had speaker's fees that weren't paid and mm-hmm. um, uh, and that they were in debt. And they didn't say, then they, should, they they later said, you know, that the speakers had been paid, but they didn't say how. So yes, that's, that's the place. That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah. I skimmed an article about uh, how the Republican party of Michigan is just falling apart. And, and frankly, um, love to see it because <laughs> Michigan's a critical remains a critical state remains a swing state and uh if they're if the Republican political apparatus in yeah. Michigan is infighting and um you know ineffective fantastic that's good news for the country yep but this thing is worth a listen so uh to find your way over there and um it was it was bolstering for us in the work that we are uh, we are up to. Hey, speaking, speaking of, of Christians, <laughs> Donald Trump in a, uh, a holiday greeting to this guy America for Christmas says that those who are opposed to him want to destroy America, and he hopes they quote rot in hell. Donald Trump hoping yeah. that people rot in hell. Yeah. To celebrate the savior who came to, um, you know, according to the narrative, to yeah. uh, save us from hell. Yeah. So peace on earth, all. Yeah. To those this of you is, who oppose this me, is good news of great joy, which will be to all people. To all peoples, even those of you who will be rotting in hell because you <laughs> opposed me. I mean, this yeah. man's just there truly, I know we say it over and over, no bounds to the nonsense and the horribleness yeah. Yeah. and... Um, the fact that 
you know, pushing 70% of self-identified evangelicals and, and 55, 60% of self-identified Catholics say, oh, no, he's still our guy. It's just remarkable. Yes, of course I mean, he is. God bless the faithful. They will not be easily shaken. Uh, they will, yeah. they will hold their, they will hold their faith, hold their faith deeply. So uh, <laughs> we're going to roll up on Donald Trump and we're going to ask uh, supporters and others, do they uh, agree with the president on important matters like hoping that people who disagree politically will rot in hell? <laughs> it's just <laughs> this man, this man, yeah. this man. And, this man. Uh, and Joe Biden's response to uh, Donald Trump's comment that people should rot in hell. A reminder that we need to love our enemies. <laughs> And yet, to all the Christians who support Donald mm. Trump, he is the Christian example, and Joe Biden is not. One saying, rod in hell, yeah. the other saying, love your enemies. Yeah. <laughs> now, I don't care if our president's a Christian or not. Don't care. Right. I don't either. Don't, don't particularly want. Mm. I, I know a lot of Christians. Yep. I am one. I know many. Being Christian or not being Christian does not make you a, a good president. Yep. D don't care. Yeah. Um. I don't oppose Donald Trump because of his faith or lack thereof. I bring right. up the fact that he's a mockery of the very things that the people who tend to support him loudest say that they hold to. Mm -hmm. And our concern is not the faith of the president. It's the faithful actions of yeah. the voters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and nothing says, you know, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, quite like rot in hell. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to replace. Christmas. Yeah, it's going to replace the Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays debate. It's, yeah. it's there's going to be a whole swath of people who say rotten hell, yeah. and they'll probably drive through the Chick Fil A drive through <laughs> and say rotten hell to the poor 15 year old who's trying to take their order. Yeah, when the when they say, "Hey, why don't you give me a number four and the Persian sauce for the for the nuggets Polynesian or mm -hmm. for the Polynesian mm -hmm. sauce for the mm -hmm. they call them nuggets? Can they call them that? Yeah. They can't call them McNuggets. Oh, for the for for, for the nuggets, and uh, will that complete your order? Yes, it will. Uh, well, well, it's my pleasure. And rot in hell. Rot in hell. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. now we rot, know that's yeah. what the that's what the chosen one tells us. We're, how we're supposed to greet people at Christmas. <laughs> the chosen one said, "Rot in hell." So we'll, <sighs> stay goodness. in peace and rot in hell. Yeah. <laughs> we, will, we go right go right down the line. <laughs> Oh, he just, but in light of all that, Rob, still yeah. this headline, Senate Republicans yeah. now are starting to come out and pick yep. who they're supporting and they're picking Donald Trump. The very yep. people who uh, we want to believe, and I do over and over, will do the right thing, are yeah. throwing their weight behind him. How, yeah. here's, 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 here's what, I, what I wonder, Rob. Th think this one through with me. I know it's going to sound a little bit like a red hat, blue hat conversation here. but <clears throat> The Trumpers say this very often. No judge who has said that they don't support Donald Trump can fairly rule over Donald Trump in a court of law. Yeah. They can't do it. They're biased. When senators are asked to be the jury to impeach Donald Trump and they have said publicly, I support him, should they have recused themselves? Isn't that the logic that anybody in an official capacity that's going yeah. to use your official capacity to determine the guilt or innocence of someone like Donald Trump cannot do it if they've already expressed their opinion of Donald Trump? Yes. Apparently not. Apparently not, because yeah. apparently these senators, if Donald Trump, no, 
block your ears if you don't want to hear possibilities. Does attain the presidency again. No. Yeah. And he's then later impeached, which he will be for fractions. <laughs> and those senators can't then say I can fairly adjudicate this decision because I've said that I support him. I mean, this is yeah. the logic that comes yes. out of this crowd. It's just simply, simply remarkable. Yeah. So Donald Trump, um, you know, I think before we before we took our little uh, holiday hiatus, he had been uh, kicked off the ballot in Colorado because the Colorado Supreme Court ruled that uh, he was not eligible to be president of the United States because he had uh, inspired and in, in, in aided an insurrection. Um, we got news that Maine, the Maine Secretary of State, is uh, has made the same decision, and and many people are re responding, including um, many um, Democrats, are saying, you know what, we we need to let voters decide. You know, this shouldn't be decided by voters. This should be decided should be decided by judges. Should be decided by voters. And uh, and Nate Bell, who is a, a former Arkansas. Um, former Arkansas state legislator who I think now works for Asa Hutchinson um, said this, and, and I retweeted his, his tweet because he's right on the money. This is what he said. Don't tell me, let the voters decide they did in 2020. And we already know what happened. Trump is getting disqualified because the voters decided. And mm. then he tried to overturn the results and install himself as the mm. unelected dictator in place of the duly elected president. And I, I think, I think Nate is right spot on the money. I absolutely want voters to reject Donald Trump again in 2024, but he's being tossed off the ballot in Colorado and Maine and maybe other States because voters made a decision that he refused to comply with. Nice. And uh, so, you know, this whole let voters decide argument is, um, um, yeah, you know, it's just a, a spurious one. Amen. Look, we have qualifications for, for roles of elected office. And if he's not qualified, then voters don't get to pick him. It's that yeah. simple. I don't know why people make this more complicated. Truly yes. on all the sides. That's not, yes. it, and if you, you don't think the judge is the one to determine the eligibility, yeah. fair enough, figure out yeah. who is in your world. And then when they decide that's that, and that's not taking anything from voters, there are lots of people you don't get to vote for because yes. they cannot be on a ballot. So the argument let voters decide is just like, <clears throat> look, I don't want him thrown off the ballot because I want, I hope that the American people have a chance to reject him. And I hope that Republicans show themselves for who they are, if they're going to support him or not. I think it's would be better if we had a chance, but if he doesn't qualify, then he doesn't qualify. And I don't, should he qualify as an insurrectionist? That's not my determination to make whether he could legally be considered an insurrectionist by the 14th Amendment standard. If people do make that decision, then that's that. Yeah. This, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it really, really. Yeah. And you know who really suffers under this? The person having to ride in an RV with me for 36 hours while I rant about this over and over. Yeah. Oh. It's just because we just kept hearing these news uh. stories. They were big news stories, but the secretary of state of Maine and, uh, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Hey, uh, throw, throw up the, uh, squirrely, squirrely preppers comment there about the movie civil war. Have you seen the trailer for this movie? I have um, not. the movie 
the movie Civil War is coming out. Um, okay. And looks super interesting. Um, I saw a trailer for it when I went to see uh, the Iron Claw, uh, which was a which is if you, if you've seen about the Iron Claw, it tells the story of the Von Erich family, no, uh, profession that. professional wrestlers who uh, you know had just a horrible, horrible string of events and Kurt, mm. you know, kind of dealing with the idea that maybe there was a curse on their family. I don't, with, I don't, I don't want to see stories about bad things happening to people. Well, it's a true story and bad things know. happen to the Von Erichs. Yeah. I don't want to know. About um, it. Ruins my perfect world. Yeah. So this civil war movie saw the trailer, Nick Offerman playing the president of the United States, which was a great, uh, great bit of casting there. Looks super interesting set in the future. Uh, in the midst of a civil war, um, the trailer made me want to see this flick. And my hope is, my hope is, is that this movie is less a prediction of what is to come and more will be, will be treated more as a warning that like people go, Oh, we actually don't want this to happen. Like this would be bad. Uh, Yeah. And yeah. And yeah. Yeah. But says Nikki Haley should see the movie because she, clearly has no real understanding of what causes civil wars uh that just remarkable uh remarkable comments from nikki nikki haley talking about how the first civil war was caused because of uh you know people of liberty and government gets involved and it's just and And, and you know didn't use the word slavery to describe you know what caused the you know came right up to the line of saying the Civil War was the, you know, the war of northern aggression uh, <laughs> against the South. Just ridiculous. So. Hey, man, look, uh, uh, Nikki Haley's comments were horrible because of what yeah. she didn't say. Yes. Right? Like, um, th- the reason there was a Civil War was because states in a decided union chose to break away from the union. The reason they broke away from the Union was to preserve slavery. We should say all of those things. We can have whatever amount of shorthand you want. Fair enough. Yep. It's about slavery. It was about preserving the Union. Okay. But the answer, when a voter asks you, should be states like South Carolina said, we are seceding from the Union to preserve slavery. I was the governor of South Carolina. I know what that is. And what was going on then was to uh, a war to preserve the Union. In fact, Lincoln even said, maybe we have to preserve slavery to preserve the Union. Let's figure it out. That was what they were trying to do. And the reason that people were seceding from the Union and the reason that the northern states had to act in ways to hold the Union together was that slaveholding states did not want to give up slavery. that's, That's the answer, right? It's not accurate to say that it was simply about slavery, right? It wasn't northern states attacking southern states to make them change their their laws. That's not that's not what was going on. Some people might think that that that's what was going on. It's what southern people tend to say when they call it an act of northern aggression. They were coming down here telling us that's not what it was. It wasn't specifically about slavery itself. For northern states, it was for southern states because they were trying to preserve slavery. But northern states were all over whether they should force the South to change their laws or not. That was still up in the air. Lincoln was all over the place, even up till the Civil War period of time. 
So yes, mm-hmm. it's more complicated. She gets credit for the, <laughs> it, there's a lot. She doesn't get any credit for what, what do you want me to say about it? It's really about government overreach. Like, no, it's not no. really about that. It's no. really about how do we preserve a union? Yeah. How do we preserve yes. a nation when some of the people in the nation want to hold other people as private property that they can use and abuse yes. and murder? That's yes. what it's about. And the way the way she framed it when she talked about personal freedom and liberty, um, it didn't make it sound she didn't make it sound like she was concerned about the liberty of enslaved people, yeah. them being personally free. She really made it sound like she was concerned about the liberty of slaveholders to continue to do what they wanted to do without the government telling them not to. Just inarticulate, inarticulate, horrific political gaffe on, uh, oh, on Nikki Haley's look, part. To a person who wants to be the president of the United States, who in the invoking the narrative of the civil war was the one who had to decide whether the country engaged in a civil war. She wants that job. She is the former governor of the state that first signed the papers to secede from the union. She had the job of the people who seceded and couldn't of all the people running for office. She is singularly set to answer that question with a level of informed precision that could have benefited everyone. Instead, what do you want me to say about it? Well, well, don't, I mean, she, I mean, even when he said this question to her, she's like, well, don't, don't start with an easy one. Yeah. And then, and, and then, this, well, what do you think? What do, be, she, well, what do you what think? Do you think? And the what, reply what was, I'm not running for president of the United States. <laughs> yeah, I need to know what you're, where you are, so I know how you want me to answer this question. Like, yeah, Miss Haley, this is, this, this should be a standard question now. Apparently, apparently, this needs to be standardized to all yes. candidates. What was the cause of the Civil War? And, and frankly, if anybody doesn't, to my mind, to my satisfaction, to my palate, talk about states leaving the union to preserve slavery and others trying to preserve the union to invoke those states to maintain a nation and not yep. to abandon the nation for the purpose of supporting states that want to own black people as, as private property, that's the answer. Yes. And I sure hope I, I what what I hope doesn't happen, which was starting to happen, was people saying, no, no, no. The answer to this one, one reasonable answer, and it is one word, slavery. What was the cause of the Civil War? One word, slavery. OK, that that is. Uh, great shorthand. I'm glad to use it because what I mean by that one word, it's a header to a paragraph that explains what's going on and why slavery was being held in some states and not in other states and how we're going to preserve a union because, because that question is still the question. What becomes the thing for all of the states and what doesn't when it comes to human rights? This is why the Supreme Court was wrong on the Roe versus Wade overturning on the mm-hmm. Dobbs decision because these are not things that we should be having happen at a state, at a state level. Right. Exactly. 
And and that wasn't even one of our topics. I didn't even have a slide for that one. That's not even a, that wasn't even one of these. But what we did have a slide for was the federal courts, the federal appeals court denies the former president, lead insurrectionist, and convicted defamer uh, based on his uh, his rape actions, Donald Trump. The federal appeals court denies Donald Trump's effort to delay E. Jean Carroll's civil trial. She's taking him back to trial again for doing the very same thing that he was just found guilty of doing. And they're yep. saying it's going to keep rolling. Yeah. This. Yeah. 91 indictments, multiple civil convictions. And as God is my witness, the man could become the president of the United States with that in the background. It's un- it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's, un- it's unbelievable. The standard that that Republicans and Trumpers have driven the lowering of the standards that it has been driven to is just simply incredible. <sighs> Goodness sakes! Yeah, I got nothing left to say about about okay. any of that. Um, Hamas says that a senior leader of theirs was killed in southern Beirut and uh, mm. the war that the nation of Israel continues to uh, execute against uh, Hamas that is racking up casualties is going to be a major question of the next two or three months in American politics. And it's not going well. Um, you, you're never going to kill your way out of this. Mm. There's just some way, some things that you don't kill your way out of. And uh, military conflicts, and when you're attacked as a nation, the solution is not killing them all. Yes. And Israel yes. is taking the approach that we will win by killing them all. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, we we remain here in the United States, and uh, and our 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 older little brother over there in Israel, um, you know, just completely smitten with the myth of redemptive violence. That that the way to victory is overwhelming force, shock and awe, yep. and uh, you know. It, it is horrible to see and horrible to watch. Let's just be clear. If, if since October 18th, and I don't know when the military assault on Hamas and the Palestinian lands started, I think two weeks later, 10 days later. Mm-hmm. So let's say somewhere around the end of November or the end of October. Mm-hmm. If whatever Israel has been doing militarily in November and December did not serve to dismantle Hamas, if Hamas is still a threat, then that's telling us that Israel had not been fully prepared to dismantle Hamas. How how could Hamas, which was so struggling on October 17th, that the kind of attack they pulled off was the barbaric style that they engaged in, now, after 60 days of bombing and war and invasions, still too strong, still afraid. If you stopped right now, you still think Hamas is coming after you. At this point, in my mind, they're now just into retribution. Yeah. Now it's not protection. Now it is simply 
punishment. And that's why uh, so many people are reaching the point where they're saying the international community has to speak up and just say, if your plan is the elimination of Hamas, how, how do you measure that? What, like, what is the measurement here? Because no war has ever been won by the elimination of all of your opponents. Like, I, I don't know. It, it is utterly bizarre to me with the highest level of consequence uh, that, that we have. And, and I'm glad to yeah. see that the Biden administration is speaking out about it. I'm glad to see they're, they're saying this, you need a different plan. And I hope they'll put some teeth behind it. But not, not yeah. every politician in America, let alone every person in America, agrees on this. Yeah. Which is true about war. Let's just let's yeah. be honest about the fact that anytime there's a military conflict, yeah, the the typical lines of demarcation don't serve us as well as yeah. we might think they do. Yeah. And I mean, one politician in particular who has kind of used this this conflict as an opportunity to kind of break with the stereotype stereotype about him is uh is the senator from Pennsylvania, John Fetterman. Mm-hmm. who is um, 100% behind Israel and uh, been very vocally so. And uh, and much of the response to that has been, hey, I thought you were a progressive Democrat. And his response has been, no, I'm not a progressive. I never claimed to be a progressive. I'm, I'm just a Democrat, not a progressive, which is, um, which is really interesting because John Fetterman really did talk about being a progressive talked about progressive ideas and uh there's a there's a there's a weird shift happening here with the uh the the hoodie and shorts wearing guy from uh from um from pennsylvania and um yeah it's i don't what do you make of this shift from john fetterman doug uh it seems to me that fetterman was benefiting from people labeling Mm -hmm. him as a progressive yeah, I mean, I followed it fairly closely, not word yeah. for word. I can't, I can't yeah. tell you if there were times where he said this or that, but we were there. I've had John Fetterman signs at my feet uh, while he was recovering from a stroke in 2020, and we were touring Pennsylvania and asking voters to consider mm-hmm. if they've never thought about that before. But he benefited from people saying he's a progressive. Mm-hmm. His opinion and positions on certain topics led that way. So I don't know if he's been like, look, I mean, I'm just picking up bonus points because people, you know, it's that's working right now. And now it's not working or now he doesn't want the label progressive or not. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, you know, he's not on the ballot for another five years. So, you know, he figures he'll have opportunity to repair things with the uh, the more left wing of the, the Democratic Party in Pennsylvania. And, but and it's, I, a, it's I, a weird I, shift. It's, it's, it's a surprise of like, if you were to say like, you know, who's going to be someone who, who shifts to the right during the course of the, uh, you know, their term, I'm not sure John Fetterman would have been on the list. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, it's, it's enough to make you think, (laughs) what did he get a big book contract and become a millionaire or something? And now all of a sudden he's got to reconsider things. (laughs) There's, there's an old, uh, a joke for one of the casinos here in the area. These big billboards that said, walk in a Democrat, walk out a Republican. Big jackpots. 
<laughs> That's a fantastic billboard. That's yeah. great. Yeah, pretty good line, right? Uh, 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 you're going to win so much money, you're going to become a Republican. Uh, I, yeah. So, I look, I, I, I don't know. But I, I am personally unmoved um, by and unsure of what that category means. I say I'm a progressive evangelical, a progressive Christian all the yeah. time. I don't know what a progressive Democrat is. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand what it is qualifying. Here's what I will say about myself. I don't like it when progressive or conservative is used as the, the, well, I gotta get my English phrase right. The, the adjective or it's, that it's not a qualifier mm -hmm. that, that it is the, it is the noun. The noun is like, noun. I am a progressive. I, yeah. Yeah. That, that I am. Yeah. I am a progressive or I am progressive like that statement. I think conservative and progressive should qualify something yeah, as opposed to being the noun. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Um, you know, the word progressive has morphed over the years that, um, you know, pe progressive, some people use progressive to, as a distinction from, you know, a, a liberal and, you know, in, yes. in terms of, you know, particular policies, whether it's Medicare for all or Green New Deal or those kinds of things that are progressive issues um, that you would find associated with like the squad or, you know, folks like that, uh, Bernie Sanders. But at the same time, um, those who others would call liberal or even moderate Democrats mm -hmm. like a Hillary Clinton or, you know, call them, you, you know, the, the word progressive or the word liberal was so uh had so much baggage that they were looking for a new word and progressive became the word so it's it's you know so now there's a lot of people who five years ago called themselves progressives that now you know call themselves leftists and mm -hmm. you know it's mm -hmm. just yeah you know it, it, this the language is constantly moving and uh you know yeah <laughs> larry uses the phrase the way that i i liked it when i i, re I remember watching a uh one of the morning news shows meet the press or something when someone made an argument about why they want to use progressive versus liberal. And they just said it, it, it's, it's a different word in English. It describes a different set of characteristics. And they said what Larry put in the chat, which is progressive means to move forward as opposed to regressive to go back or to stay, keep things as they are. Yeah. So they were making an argument for a political view that said, let's make progress on all in all issues, yeah. the thing yeah. we're up to. And the progress yeah. doesn't necessarily mean liberal or conservative. It just means let's move in the, in the well, positive direction, but yeah. not stay where we are. Yeah. But even way it's used yeah. that, then versus now, even the idea of conservative has that idea of conserving a, mm -hmm. a particular mm -hmm. approach of keeping mm -hmm. the status quo. And yeah, so it does seem like it might be a, a, better counterbalance to conservative um to say progressive and john fetterman's just saying nah not me yeah. next i mean when when he shows up wearing a blue suit and a red tie then we'll know something's really happened yeah but but what well you know what kind of progressive is he let's just ask ourselves um is he the as jim puts in the chat the pot smoking kind of liberal progressive from the 60s it's gonna kind of looks like or is he the modern like 
uh, AOC type and, you know, uh, Rashid uh, uh, Talib, who's like, they get their shit together. Those people are like making it happen, right? Like they're not, they're not bro slapping. They are like, Mm -hmm. we are going to make policy that's going to advance the country in very, you know, clear directions that are going to drive the country forward. Um, And, you know, John's got a, you know, he's got a sweatpants kind of, kind of vibe going. The guy. Yeah. Do you think, as as was put in the chat, there's any connection between wanting to change the dress code and um, this? I'm not a progressive; I'm just a Democrat. <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to cozy up, to, you know, the Joe Mansions of the Senate. You know, <laughs> did he get a did he get a letter from the squad that said, "Hey, you you in for the dress code shift? We really need you to back off from the progressive label. Like we're just <laughs> not willing to give right. it to you anymore." Like right. maybe we, orders came down, and he's like, "I got it." Yeah. <laughs> don't mind. Don't mind me. Well, yeah. look, whether you're progressive, conservative, staticist, uh, uh, on the roadist, stay at homeist, um, you know, I, I guess all we can say is may you ride in hell. I mean, I think that's all we can <laughs> <laughs> from the president, from the president's, uh, former president's lips. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, is that good? So- Are we done? Yeah, well, let me ask you, Doug, for our for our faithful listeners, um, you know, what's the uh, what's the podcast plan once we're on the road? Uh, to be determined how we do mm-hmm. it. Uh, I mean, the hope, the the plan, the the dream uh, is to be able to do it from the road, from the RV, or from uh, from a Hampton Inn room, Hampton, Hampton <laughs> a room in a Hampton Inn. Um, that's <laughs> the plan. The thing is that some days, Tuesdays, like uh, two weeks from today, we're going to be running an event in in uh, Davenport, Iowa, on a Tuesday morning. Yeah, well, Tuesday at Tuesday at noon. But hold hold tight, folks. You may not have us in this format, but we will likely, almost guaranteedly, uh, live stream that event. So we'll still be putting this stuff out. But you know what you've all come to know and love. Uh, the, the comfort food that is this pad podcast might not always be available in this format, but the feed will be full. We assure you Absolutely. when we are on the road. Um, unlike yeah. when we take a break, um, it's a different kind of a yeah. different kind of uh, shift. So, going to do the best we can, um, and uh, would love to uh, have you find yourself, you know, off of your couch and onto the Davenport of Iowa. If you uh, find yourself over there, so keep up on our stuff and uh, know that yeah. if you know some friends in the as Yabitz puts in the in the chat, the Davenport is part of the Quad Cities. Um, I, I live in a Twin Cities. Some people live in the Tri-State area. They call this part of the country the Quad Cities. There are four cities that basically are right there. Two, I think, two in each state: Iowa and Illinois. Maybe it's maybe it's divided differently, but anyway, they're all part of the same metro area, but they span two states. And uh, um, oh, and then yeah, but it's the same. Make sure we make it to the Oscar Mayer plant. There is no doubt because if we could put our bus next to the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. That would be <laughs> the best. <laughs> because if choice came down to it, which vehicle would you get in? You'd get in the Wiener Mobile. Um, Fantastic. All right. Well, hey, uh, the Squirrely Prepper Lifestyle says uh, she's there in Indiana, and we'll be rolling through or nearby Indiana. So um, 
send send an email to Doug at Vote Common Good Squirrely Prepper Lifestyle and let us know where you are if you want to stop wants to swing by and say hello if the, if the <laughs> schedule allows. We we love a truck stop pop in when somebody yeah we do uh, you know somebody stopped us in a in a parking lot of like a mall. And said, "Hey, I follow you guys on Facebook. Can't believe the bus is right here yeah. in my you know, my." Home. That was in that was in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Is that right? Okay, yeah, yeah, great, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we 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 love nothing more than that. Uh, in yep. fact, if the cameras were out and ready to go, and you just walked up and said, "Hey, you guys are here," and it was all prepped ahead of time, uh, that would be a very squirrely squirrely prepper style for us. So, all right, is that good, Rob Ryersey? Is that good, everybody? Is that good, That's Larry good. and Yabbits and Alex? Reverend Vince. Reverend Vince. Jim. Jim. Deborah. Hi, Deborah. Nice to see you. Uh, boy, I feel like I missed some of these. I would have put some of these up there, yeah. but I guess so enthralled. You know, Doug, Doug, I, I was listening to a podcast where uh that that is originally begins on YouTube. And uh and the podcast hosts kept talking about the super chats that were happening. Mm -hmm. And uh, the dollar amounts that people were donating, and it reminded me of a time when Jim would would hit us with the dollar fifty super chat. And w during this podcast, someone kicked in a five hundred dollar super chat, and it made me think. Like, I feel yes. like we're not on the podcast I was listening to, not the one that's happening oh. right now with us. Um, and it made me think. Like, I feel like we need to be uh, we need to be monetizing this uh, this little thing. Uh, a little bit. Great point. Hey, if you want to super chat, go over to votecommongood.com and click on the donate button. I mean, you can send it through Google by super chatting here. If you got, I, think we have, I don't actually know if we're monetized on, uh, if you have to be monetized, they don't, they don't let you monetize live streams in the way we do it. You got to go in and do a little tricky dicky thing yeah. to make it happen. But anyway, yeah. uh, we don't you run it through the, the YouTube spaces. We do it through the links on yeah. our website but you are right we need to we need to figure that out yeah. super chat that thing because if somebody would super chat us 500 bucks i mean that oh. is that's not a full tank of gas of diesel because friends there are four things that get us around this country faith, faith hope love and diesel. diesel and we'd love to have you in the tank with us so we'd love to see you at the back table <laughs> back there if you'd like to make a contribution we'd be glad to send you home with a hat or a t-shirt um, that's literally from the shtick that is about to fire right back up. Um, we need to make an, I'm in the tank with vote common good shirt. Yeah. With a, with a picture of the boss on it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm in the tank. Um, yeah, that's a good uh, one. We have so many, uh, so many shirts we need to be producing. Yeah. Squirrely, squirrely prepper's done. She's, she's, y'all are just, just, this is just happy talk now. She yeah. just said bye. Bye bye, everyone. Well, goodbye to you. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Vince. It is muscle memory. Uh, okay, y'all. We will, uh, we'll see you down the road. Hey, tomorrow is Wednesday. The podcast tomorrow is going to include the producers of another podcast. Uh, one of them, his name is Trip Fuller. The other's name is Tony Jones. He mm. just launched a podcast called Emerged. The story of the emerging church from the uh, Wait, old 90s yes. and, and if 2000s. you if you want to see some old pictures of Doug Paget, uh, I, I got an email from from Trip and Tony advertising oh. emerged, and there was whoo an old picture of is Doug it me Padgett. next next to Mark Driscoll where I'm holding my knee up to my chest? Uh, that one? I don't okay. know. 
okay, so anyway, that that pod they've released this podcast called Emerged, um, and uh, they're going to come on this podcast and talk about their podcast and why they put it together. Um, so. I mean, nothing says 2024 like a podcast about a podcast. <laughs> but as meta, but as meta as you get. So, um, yeah, we will uh, we will have them on. Uh, that'll be happening tomorrow, I think, at 10 a.m. Central Time. Yep. Check your calendar. Okay. Uh, goodbye now. See y'all later. Yeah, you know, you know, what we need we need going out music for YouTube especially, yeah. so that it can be like we need like a thing at the end, so people can stop but then they don't just immediately roll into a new video i found this to be helpful i watch a lot of youtube videos when they end too close and i want to listen to the last word of something and then it, it ends and it too quickly rolls into a new one well stop listening now if you're on youtube or a podcast or something it's gonna give you time it's gonna be an outro remember rob when tv shows had not only theme songs in the beginning but they had yeah. them at the end yeah, and they would show snapshots from the episode. Yeah. Vanessa and I have been watching Moonlighting, and they do that. Oh. I've been watching Moonlighting. How does it hold up? Yeah. Uh, not great. <laughs> like, but, I, you know, it was one of those shows that, like, I wasn't allowed to watch as a kid, so, like, I'm, I'm intrigued. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, wh uh, was it a laugh track show? I can't remember. No. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm surprised now when I go back and watch old shows, sometimes they're, they're and I'm like, why was there a laugh track on the show? And <laughs> they're so obvious, like a laugh track. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think people, I don't think we use those anymore. I don't know. Maybe, maybe um, we need a laugh track as our outro. Oh my gosh. How do we get a laugh? Yeah. Now I gotta, now I gotta download something. <laughs> I bet that's, I bet that's great. Not great at all, no. First of its kind. Oh, uh, I think Vince is referring to how uh, moonlighting holds moonlighting up. holds up. Yeah. Um, as opposed to a commentary on the Common Good podcast, <laughs> which also <laughs> shockingly would would work. It uh, doesn't it could hold work, up. Could work right here. Yeah. Go back not, and listen to the archives. Not great at all. No, first of its kind. <laughs> <laughs> Just please laugh. Yeah. Yeah, please. Please applaud. Uh, you can applaud. All right. So this this is all just, this is just all outro music. That's all. <laughs> We're just trying to give people a chance to let it go. And I need like another screen to, to put on, you know? Not that. Oh. <laughs> Greatest hits. <laughs> 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 I hope people didn't, hope people aren't leaving because uh, oh. this is the best part. <laughs> this is gold right here, gold, Jerry. Uh. If we finally do make a little super cut of this for uh, socials, which we're going to start doing, by the way, also uh, uh, making a little you know, this for TikTok. It's like a minute out of the podcast. <laughs> That's gonna be good. I think it needs to be those. I think it needs to be that. All right. Hey, and Vince uh, Anderson, if you're still here, um, uh, if you've got come a, get on the bus with us, if you've got a recording or anything of a song we could use for our uh, our intro music, we'd be glad to. Or outro music, if you got something laying around in that laptop of yours. And right. and come get on the bus with us, Vince. There we go. He's gonna do it. 
right. Uh, okay, everybody. We'll see you. We're leaving now for good. I'm going to click the finish button. Bye. Now you got to pause or it does the very thing we didn't want to do.